Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks for tuning in. Your Jaguars 0-1 after a heartbreaking, gut-wrenching loss to Carson Wentz and the Commanders in Week 1. Had an 8-point lead with 11.45 left in the game and ended up losing by 6. An absolute heartbreaker. We're going to review right now why the Jaguars lost this game. I've got a handful of plays that changed the outcome and some other little tidbits that we're going to take a look at here. You can hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Of course, follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit the like and subscribe button on YouTube. And if you want to support the channel further, you can go pick up a new hat or shirt on GenJag.com. You can do that right now. There's a link in the description below. All right, so we're going to start out with these plays that changed the game in the NFL. Um, in the NFL, most games do come down to a few plays, handful of plays. You know, talent is fairly even across the league, much more so compared to the college game. But we're going to look at some plays here that, that for me, really changed the outcome of this contest. And then we'll get into some more tidbits as well. The first play, Smoot's roughing the passer. Third down, Jaguars get off the field after the, the Commanders were driving. It's early in the second quarter. Commanders were up 7-3 to three at this point. And you get off the field, you make a good play, and Smoot picks up a, a really boneheaded roughing the passer. He was clearly late. Commanders get to continue their drive, and two plays later, they score a touchdown to, to make their lead 14-3. to Really unacceptable. And I've got my plays written down here. Normally, I'm looking at my computer screen, but I've got them written down here. So when I'm looking down, that is why. Our second play here, just after that, Trevor Lawrence has Marvin Jones deep down the right side. He has stacked his defender. And Trevor just misses him short. Jones can't get back to the ball. Wasn't enough air underneath it. Wasn't enough distance on that Trevor Lawrence throw. Have an opportunity to pick up a really big chunk play down the field. You're down 14-3. to You really need this. And Trevor, Trevor didn't get enough on it. Was not a good throw. A little bit later on, second and goal from the three. Three straight passes at that point. 
to me, if you know that you're going to go for it on fourth down, which of course, maybe they didn't know that they were going to go for it on fourth down at that time on, on second and three. But, you know, when you've got James Robinson, you've got Travis Etienne, you've got your offensive line really doing a good job in the run blocking department. Three straight passes, second and three at the three, second and goal. I think you got to give James Robinson or Travis Etienne a chance or two to get into that end zone. You've got James Robinson, who is one of the most efficient backs in football, great power, great vision, contact balance. You've got Travis Etienne, who he's moving at a different speed than everyone else on the field. Don't give them a chance. Don't 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 put the football in their chest and just say go get it for me. I think you've got to give them a chance. Now, when you look at what did happen, what did transpire there, Trevor Lawrence had uh, Zay Jones wide open, middle of the field, but towards the left side. He's cutting out, and uh, Trevor just. Put a little too much mustard on it. Was a little too far outside. Zay couldn't haul it in. Did get both hands on it. Um, Is that a play that Justin Jefferson or Devontae Adams, insert star receiver, makes? Probably. Probably. You can look at it from that perspective. You can also say, you know, there's no reason that Trevor shouldn't have gotten a more accurate football there. And there isn't. Trevor should have hit that one. Easily. Next play, you've got 16 thrown to Travis Etienne. Trevor Lawrence to Travis Etienne. What does is, what is Travis do? Just drops it. Was it the most accurate football? No. Easily catchable, though. It was a little high. But if Etienne hauls that in, he's, he's running straight to the end zone. That's a touchdown. These little mistakes. Can't have it. And... So you can say, well, the plays were there. The play design was there. They did not execute at the catch point or or with the throw. On the first play to Zay, it was, in my opinion, the throw was the problem. On the second play, obviously, ETN dropped that pass. Both of those would have been touchdowns. So the play design was there. Yes, I agree with that. But you know that James Robinson and Travis ETN are running with efficiency. It's second and three. From the three. All you need is three yards for pay dirt. You don't give it to James Robinson at all. I can't defend that. Then we get in a little bit later in the game after the Jaguars have the lead. You've got Shaquille Griffin and, and Andre Sisco. They're supposed to be taking care of Terry McLaurin on the outside. If one of those players, you know, Shaq is the underneath player, Cisco's over the top. If one of those players is a little bit closer to the ball, a little bit closer to Travis, I mean, uh, Terry McLaurin, maybe it's an incompletion, or maybe it's just simply not a touchdown. It's just a long play down the field, and your defense still has a chance to keep them out of the end zone. But Shaq got burnt, playing off coverage, got burnt. Andre Cisco was late. And it's a Terry McLaurin touchdown. Now, does Terry put a lot of people in a blender? Absolutely. And you look at it, for most of the game, the Jaguars kept Terry McLaurin in check. 
for most of the game, they checked, they, they kept this Washington commander's offense in check. It's these little mistakes, little mistakes, man. If one of those players is just a little bit closer to Terry, might not be talking about the same result. Then, of course, you've got the commander's final touchdown where Carson Wentz is able to find Jahan Dotson down the left side. Single coverage with Tyson Campbell. Dotson, you know, a little out and up action on Tyson Campbell. Campbell was, he was beaten a little bit, but he was still in decent position to make a play on the ball. But what you have happen is Tyson's chasing. Um, He gets his head around late. And by the time his head is around, the ball is already there and Jahan Dotson's making the play. He just did not play that very well. I mean, either you get your head around quicker and you're able to locate the football or you play the hands. He didn't do either. Uh, He did not do either on that one, and it ended up being a big touchdown for the rookie, Jahan Dotson, who does not play like a rookie. Not surprising. Big fan of his game. Big fan of Jahan Dotson's game coming out of Penn State. And then our final play here that really sealed the deal, literally. Trevor Lawrence, it's third down. Last drive of the game for the Jaguars offense. You know you're in four-down territory. You know... You don't have to get the third down here. You know you can live to fight another down. And Trevor makes a really poor decision, rolling out to the left. A lot of pressure on him. Of course, there shouldn't have been as much pressure on Trevor Lawrence as there was on this play. The offensive line did not get the job done. But Trevor Lawrence rolling left. Just a throw that you cannot make. He says that he had a good read. I saw what he was looking at down the field. But with your body position, with the with the defenders bearing down on you, there's no way you're going to deliver that ball accurately. You have got to live to fight another down when you're in four-down territory. You cannot throw that ball. You cannot have that interception to, to seal the deal for the commanders. Can't do it. Can't have it. Very disappointing. Those are those big plays, those handful of plays that really cost the Jaguars this football game. Now, getting into some more little just tidbits that I've I, I noticed throughout the game that that really hurt the Jaguars. Offensive line play, overall, it wasn't as bad as I thought. They did really struggle on that final drive, and that's when you need them to be at their best. Instead, that's when the commander's defensive line was at their best. Uh, Barch was really bad in this game at left guard. Ben Barch was, I think you've got to start getting Cole Van Lon and some reps with the ones and seeing if he can do a better job. I personally believe he probably can based on what you saw from him in college, based on what you've seen from him in the preseason, both in green Bay and in Jacksonville. I think Cole Van Lonnen might give you a better chance to find success than Ben Barch did. And Cam Robinson wasn't good enough either, to be quite frank. Uh, This is a guy who the Jaguars are paying handsomely. They elected to bring him back instead of pursuing a different alternative at left tackle. And he wasn't good enough. Gave up way too much pressure. Especially in the clutch. This is a guy that Doug Peterson names a team captain this week. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. He's gotta make uh, he's gotta make plays. He's gotta be more effective in pass protection, especially in the critical moments down the stretch. But it didn't need to be a close game. The Jaguars had their opportunities to take a really commanding, pun intended, lead. And early misses just screwed them up, as we've talked about. The misses from Trevor Lawrence, the drops from the drop from, from Travis Etienne. The fact that you're not throwing it to a a, a bona fide receiver in the, in the end zone, you're throwing it to Zay. Trevor doesn't deliver a particularly accurate football, and Zay can't go get it. Does a superstar make that play? Probably. I think up front for the defense, they need to become more varied. As I expected when Mike Caldwell was hired, coming from the Todd Bowles tree, I expected this defense to give you some exotic looks up front. Now, they were primarily in a four-man rush the entire game. They sent blitzes a couple times, and and a few times they did send them. Carson Wentz knew right where to go with the football. One of those times was on that Jahan Dotson game-winning touchdown. It was a seven-man rush. You only have four people back. Carson Wentz, as a veteran quarterback, knew exactly what to do in that situation Find your wide receiver that you trust on the outside. Find Jahan Dotson. Hit him in stride. Win the game. Trevor Lawrence had seven misses by my count. Is this accuracy? Is this nerves? Is this timing? Is this him being in a new offense with a bunch of new offensive weapons? I think all of those things were a factor. But the bottom line is, you know, even though Trevor had, you know, really pretty impressive EPA per play, uh, had a ton of air yards, did a lot of good things. I, he had seven misses by my count, and, and you've got to be better. Bottom line, you've got to be more, more accurate. You've got to have better timing, better chemistry uh, with, with your targets. And again, he completed a lot of passes, had a lot of air yards, EPA per play per drop back was pretty good. You know, 275 yards through the air. But it wasn't enough. Too many misses in critical critical moments. Is it all on Trevor? No. No, it's not. But he needs to play better. He's got to play better than he did yesterday. You look at the penalties, 13 penalties for 90 yards. Obviously, those were horrific for the Jaguars. Unacceptable. 
Can't have it. Cannot have 13 penalties a game. Not a recipe for success. I will say I think they overcame those penalties better than they normally do. But not enough. 13 penalties is too much. Looking at Devin Lloyd, I thought, you know, the rookie first-round pick for the Jaguars, he was really up and down. He had some big whiffs in space. And I'm not trying to bury this kid, but there was some moments where had he been able to make a play, might have helped the Jaguars' defense out a little bit. And he did make a bunch of plays. I'm not saying that. But there was a few plays where he got put in a blender by these elusive uh, Washington offensive weapons like J.D. McKissick and and Curtis Samuel. And and speaking of being put in a blender, Darius Williams was as well. He had a really, really tough start to this game. He settled in and played a little bit better down the stretch, but he was giving up up yards like it was, you know, Halloween candy early on in this one. And then my final point here I wanted to go over, this is just me personally, I don't think you look at, what the Jaguars have in the backfield and the the overall team makeup. And you can say that it's acceptable in a game where they were always within striking distance or at some points had the lead to only run the ball with James Robinson and Travis Etienne a a combined 15 times, 15 carries they had Fifteen carries they had for 113 yards. Those two on the ground were averaging seven and a half per carry. You only give it to him 15 times. Like I mentioned earlier, I think in the red zone early on they needed to give James Robinson the ball. They had second and three, second goal from the three. And you don't give it to James Robinson once. I think that was a mistake. And then you see later on when you get in the red zone and you give James Robinson the football, what's he do? He scores touchdowns for you. So I think that was a big mistake. I think they they need to find more balance. I, I I just don't think you can put so much pressure on Trevor Lawrence and Zay Jones and these guys to to make all these plays every down. I mean, 42 passes to 18 rushes total. I think it's got to be more balanced. They're going to be a pass-first offense. Make no mistake about it. That's how they're going to live and die in the Doug Peterson world. But... You've got to be a little more balanced than that. Got to be. 70% of their their offensive plays were passes. 70-30 I don't think is going to get it done with such a young quarterback, with all these new weapons. You have a running game that is working. And now, as I went through the game and rewatched it, I I didn't find that many situations where I'm like, man, if they were to run the ball there, you know, it would have been a super different ball game. And again, the plays were there to be made more often than not when you're looking at the passing game. It was a well-designed passing game by by Doug Peterson, Press Taylor, Jim Bob Cooter, everyone involved, but it wasn't it, the execution wasn't good enough from the quarterback and from the receivers. Um, on on a few big plays that made a made a huge difference. So I say you got to give James Robinson and Travis Etienne the ball more, um, you know, as runners, as ball carriers. Fifteen rushes from your top two when they're that talented, that ain't it. That ain't it. But this is week one. No need to panic right now. The Jaguars are not going to panic. They're going to remain calm, cool, and collected. They're going to go try to fix some of these errors, some of these timing issues. 
uh, accuracy issues, offensive line issues. I mean, they've they've invested a lot into that offensive line for them to to, to completely fold down the stretch. But yeah. Those are my reasons for the Jaguars losing this game. Uh, I illustrated a handful of plays, uh, some schematic and and decision-making things here, and just some execution stuff as well. Uh, I think the Jaguars are a much better football team than they have been. I think that they're going to need to come correct these issues this week. But if they do and they, they only have half the half the mistakes that they made this week, then you're looking at a team that can win football games. But they've got the Colts coming to town this weekend, this Sunday. They're going to be playing at TIAA Bank Field in front of a home crowd. Can they get the job done at home? You know, even the score, get to one and one. The good news is nobody in the AFC South won this week, despite the Colts and Texans facing off with each other. Both of those teams are now 0-0-1 after tying in overtime. And the, the Titans, they, they blew their game as well. They fell, they fell late. So you're not really far behind the eight ball. That's the good news. You're in the AFC South. That is going to do it here. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Please like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell on YouTube. And uh, if you want to join the channel, get some cool perks, you can do that as well. Have a great rest of your Monday, Duval. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.